result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience, one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E-Cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Wednesday, boys and girls. What's up? Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian live YouTube and Twitter at Boston versus the book replay on sports grid. You guys can always email the show. We have an ask the BVB that might have to wait till tomorrow, but you guys have been doing a great job. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. If you want something answered heading towards football, we'll do our best to get it onto the rundown. How are you, sir? What's going on? Happy Patriots team of the day day for BVB. Yeah, I just was informed of that. I didn't know I had to really get myself ramped up for it, but good to be here. Uh, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Enough with the Patriots already. We're going to talk about them later. No, in the, it's in, it, it, in, it's in Chef the Benny. So this is a Chef Benny t-shirt and it's a Patriot hat. Chef Benny War. t-shirt looks fantastic. That Elvis Patriot Doesn't logo. Great. Not great. I, I mean, I might as well just hit you with it now. You know that this is one of my all-time favorites. Best logo in sports. I'll Not have football. it on in sports. when we talk about it. I'm not wearing it otherwise. I'm okay. wearing, though... Uh, the black and gold BVB model, which can double as a Bruins thing, but it was originally done with the Pittsburgh colors in mind. Cool. And I'm wearing a T-shirt given to me by Gio DeWop. He came in, signed yeah. up for the Brigade Proxy Service, and brought dirt gifts. Bags. And he dirt brought bags. me the Dirt Bags Baseball oh, Long Beach that's T-shirt. Great. And I didn't realize that. Came with the not beach. just the shirt, but with the beach hat. Yeah, that hat's, that hat's nice. It says, says the beach. This will be like worn it. outside frequently. It's already messed up, curved way too much for my taste, but my <laughs> wife has adopted it and said, oh, okay. I will wear this thing with the ponytail out of the back. Nice. So, Gio, good job. The boys you know, won that tournament that they were here for. We shouted them out on Monday. Got a lot to talk about today. There's a lot of things happening. I just spent about a, a half hour trying to chase down a book. Uh, money we'll accounts. We'll get to that in a second. We'll we got our own that. nightmares and stuff. In well, right? thank you to our friends at Front Office Sports because they are now making it national. What we have been talking about on this show that the F1 race street repaving completion set for October, which nobody here locally believes that at all lofty ambitions for inaugural race firmly in place, despite local headaches, local headaches. We call that a local headache. Is that, is that what this is? A local headache. Ain't nothing Excedrin can cure. 
I can tell you that right now. Extra strength, et cetera, is not going to cure what's going on for most people driving around this whole city right now. Anywhere close to the heart of Las Vegas is a nightmare. I've never in my life. This is a voluntary self-inflicted wound. This has been done. This was not necessary. This was not required in terms of, hey, we need to have an F1 race here. No, we don't. Okay, we got plenty of really fun stuff going on here in this city. This, when we talk about expansion and markets growing fast, fast, I think this is going to be what people are going to hearken back on for the rest of the time that we talk about building stuff here because they want to build a new NBA facility compound. They want to call it a whole NBA campus mm. in the south part yeah. of the strip. Oh, you want to okay. have a bill. They want to have a 20,000 seat venue. They want to have outdoor shopping. They want oh. to have all of these big things, right? Okay. They want to build a new ballpark. They want to build a baseball ballpark for the A's to come here and play at somewhere, someplace, which we don't think is going to be at the Tropicana location, but somewhere they want to build a new place. They're proposing all of this. Yeah. I think everyone's going to ask the question, what does this do to our daily life? Because if you come near what we're dealing with right now, no one is going to support, and I don't care who's coming here, no one is going to support anything to the level we're going through right now. Because do you buy it that they're going to be done in October? The race is November, what, like 19th? 16, 17, 18, I think. Okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Do you believe they're going to be done in October? That this looks like in October done. They better be done by November 1st because they come here and they got to they got to test everything so they can actually do the race. Like what if I mean, it's going to get done, right? They're going to make people stand up and work around the clock if they're not. But dirty little secret, Dave. Have you checked the availability for hotel rooms that weekend? I have not. There's a problem brewing. Hotels available as right now. They ain't coming. No? People aren't coming. Really? The prices are outrageous. Mm. The gab, the grabbing of dollars, the gouging of people. Mm. There is legitimate people who cover Las Vegas room availability. They and they talk about, you know, the tourism dollars that come in here and right. the overall events. They are saying that the quiet whispers going on right now are uh-oh. What did we do? Is people have overshot our prices. We may have. We, so now it's a game of chicken. We'll wait. We'll keep publicizing it. And maybe they'll come. They haven't booked yet. It's now August 16th. And they're still not coming, huh? $1,000 a night at the Flamingo. Yeah, I remember seeing that and thinking. You interested in that? It's $69 otherwise, but during F1 weekend, it's $1,000 a night. I think it's 29 with a 39 resort <laughs> fee. I think that's how they get to that number right now. Um, no, I'm not interested in that. Not now, not ever. Certainly not to be uh, congested and then not, un, unable to see the race. I figure if I'm going to spend 1000 and I'm going to hang out in my room, and I can see the strip. Maybe I can see the race. Well, you may not be able to see the race because they're building up those things. <laughs> I saw a story that they're not using the right um, the right labor 
to even build these things. They're causing a problem with some unions. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Building the things. Teachers are already on strike here in Vegas. Now we're going to have the workers on the strip on the strike. Great. I don't know. I I would be stunned if they get done by the end of October. Bless them. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be ecstatic. I don't buy it. I just don't buy. I think they're going to be working all the way up until the last moment, the last possible date they can actually have construction. They'll still going, go on. The dirty secret here is that American sports fans could give, could, could not care less about F1. This is a international event that I get it. People are going to come in here and everyone's going to make this waterfall of money. But the negative press around this thing is getting loud. People are starting to go, is this going to bust? Because Chicago busted. The road race in Chicago for Indy didn't really work. And everyone's wondering, okay, so you have F1 coming in. It's worked in Miami. It's worked in Austin. A third race in America are there enough people here who a one care about it and two internationally will travel to Las Vegas to see this thing? Cause I think everyone goes, it's going to be really cool. Yeah. You willing to pay four five, six dimes to see it? Oh gosh. No. What are you talking about? No, no, no. It's no, a no, general no. admission ticket for 500. <laughs> They're sold out. Okay. The next level up is 2,500. Okay. Amazing. It's 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 like when the you jump walk is by yeah, a casino the jump, right. and there's a five dollar table completely full. There's only one. The next level up is twenty five a hand, and you go, hey, do you want to open a ten dollar table? We'll fill it. You know, right? No, we're good. You know, and they would rather have an empty table. I had this discussion for before I even moved here. I used to be one of the players that wanted to play. Mm-hmm. No, we're good. They'd rather have the dealer stand there and not deal a game and the and the supervisor not supervise the game than open up a lower denomination table. They're going to hold out as long as they possibly can. Listen, we're just I, I'm not trying to be the negative or the positive. I just know that when I leave the house to go anywhere near there, it takes forever to get around. And we're going down there a lot to sign people up for this contest. So we're seeing it. I mean, I'm down there. It feels like I've been down there every day for the past two weeks down by the strip. Downtown's different because there's nothing going on up, but they're doing construction on the 15 to help ramps and all this other stuff. So there's, feels like the whole city's under construction right now, does it not? A hundred percent. And this is, and the louder this gets, the more that people start to go, Ooh, do we want to go to Vegas this weekend? What if we go to Phoenix? Like you, you start making decisions about, I don't know if I want to deal with that. Like if it's as bad as everyone says it is, and I'm not trying to keep people away from coming to Vegas, but I'm just talking about the fact that this is becoming a national news story Front office sports today, front page story, F1 problem. I mean, this is out there right now. People are covering this. People are talking about this saying, you know, the locals are really mad. We mentioned it yesterday, Las Vegas locally, one of the biggest Twitter accounts covering the things happening here in Las Vegas said people should go to jail for having all these constructions being done at the same time. Like he's kidding, but like he's serious on the same point because that the level of anger that's going on. I said, I said it before, there's no way the three day event will be able to justify screwing up everyone's life for six months because that's what they have done to get this thing 
to happen. And unless you're getting it, you know, your, your, your pockets are being lined directly, which they are not right for most people. We have a pretty well-rounded audience right here live Mm -hmm. put, whether you're interested in the F1 race in Las Vegas, wherever you're at, we got people from coast to coast, Mm -hmm. Canada, Mexico, couple people over in the UK watching the show right now all over. Yes or no? Are you interested in the F1? Like I'm not saying like we should leave town <laughs> that weekend, but I'm not leaving the house. No. Like we're, we're, we're staying out on the outskirts of locally. I don't I, I don't want to even partake in any of the events unless Pharrell, I mean, he came on the show last week and he gets a hookup and we get to go to some VIP party. I would yeah, consider that. Of course. But, but I mean, I don't who's driving me, who's driving no, me down there. No, who's, nope. Who's no driving shot. me down there? Well, that's right. my question. Like if, if, if I'm, if I'm going to go and hang out, you know, down there, I'm not driving, I'm not parking. I'm going nowhere near <laughs> anything. I'll be dropped off and picked up. <laughs> we got, Zero interest, LOL, no. Michael Callow, F, no. Yeah. <laughs> Forget F1, no, F, no. Yeah. Nope, won't even watch it. No, no, no. Addison, our resident uh, moderator, that's why he has the wrench, boys and girls. That's uh, Addison, one, one of the moderators of the chat. He said yes, but he's uh, an Indianapolis guy. He's, he's, he's yeah, th- there, guy. there are guys who are F1 fans. I'm not saying they don't, don't exist. Just saying the vast majority of American sports fans that weekend will watch college and pro football and go, what the hell was that in Vegas? Like they won't even, it won't even cross their mind on Thursday night. They're not going to be watching try, you know, time trials for F1. They're going to be watching f- football games around the country. Thursday night football. It's not Tyler even- Coneyham just came in a chat and said it's one of the biggest parties in Montreal every is. every year and never understood it. It is because it's all international people who are going to come on in for it. I mean, th- this is about who wants to be seen and who wants to flash the bling. This is, is all about that, the money is and the that money. Vegas, or are we yes. trying to turn Vegas into something that's not? No, that's what Vegas is. Come on now, that's a, Vegas is the most gaudy. Show me who you are. City? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, it it the the F one brand and the F one audience meshes with Las Vegas. It's what they're doing to the town to make it happen is the problem. It makes sense to hold an F one race here. It makes sense to do the things that they're doing in terms of like building the paddock and having it be a ten year deal and having an association. All that works. Nobody signed up for the preparation. Nobody thought this was going to be as bad as it is right now to try to just go a mile on the strip. If you're trying to drive between the hours of three and six on the strip, it's impossible. It's like a fight night on a Saturday night. Right. Well, how about when it's like nine o'clock at night? It's not any better. How about when it's seven o'clock in the morning? It's not any better. There's not a good time other than when Tyler came and was staying down there and was coming up to, to Circa. He said, you know, how, what time do I have to leave? I said, between four and 6 a.m. <laughs> That's the only good time to drive on a strip right now because you might catch the shift change before it and, you know, there's no one out. That's when you can actually drive. Where, Listen, we're a big city and, and that's one of the biggest closely populated congested areas in the city. 
in the whole world. I was going to say in the United States. I get it. This is different. This is the, this is way different. There's no public transportation here. The thing about this is if the road sucked and you had alternative ways of getting around. That would be, that would helpful. That'd, that'd be, be great. Helpful. But you don't have it because the alternative is a bus, which is in the same traffic. The alternative yeah. is Uber or Lyft, which is sits, sits you in the same traffic. You can't avoid it. That's the frustration point that you can walk, but it's 110 degrees outside. So <laughs> enjoy it. You're going to have, you know, you're going to drag your kid around or you're going to have your grandma or whoever else, and they're going to have a heat stroke. So like, that's the problem that you, you don't have the ability to put them on a subway or and anything to do with an alternative. Like, yeah, the, 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 the monorail is there, but the monorail is very limited as to where you can go and where, it can, get, get, where it can put you. So it's not Brandon really- S just came in and said, as a rideshare driver, the strip is a death sentence at this point. They that in the article, it states that Uber and Lyft drivers have begun in mass declining rides anywhere near the strip. They've said, we're not going down there. We're not even taking you from the airport to the strip. Nope, we're not doing it. Where are you going? Nope, we're not going. If you have a strip property hotel right now, you are losing business because Uber and Lyft will not take people to you. Wow. <laughs> and I don't blame them at all. I don't blame them. Why get stuck for a drive that's supposed to be a 15 minute drive turns into a two and a half hour experience aye, 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 aye. because you're sitting in, in stopped traffic, trying to get through a one lane stretch of the strip. Not good. So yeah, he's absolutely right. I mean, he, he's not alone. There's, there's numerous people that are saying, Oh, where are you going? Nope. Decline. Not taking you in mass. It's happening. Oh, I wouldn't do it. Not by any means. I, That's I wouldn't. Tough. It's bad, bad. All right. What happened last night? Uh, the Yankees are back to 500 for the first time since May 1st after another loss last night for them. They're not winning today in my mind. They're going to lose to the Braves. What do you make of this? Because everyone's saying from the New York standpoint, it has to get extremely bad, meaning under 500 bad, last place bad for the Yankees to make wholesale changes in the offseason. Does it get that bad for in your mind? They're 14 games out of first place. They're three and a half games behind the Red Sox now. Sorry. That made a laugh. I just it's fine. No, it's a good laugh. It's true. The it's, Red Sox aren't good. They're better than the Yankees. Um, I don't I I'm enjoying the Mets kind of Demise. falling apart. Yeah. The Yankees, tough look. Yeah. Will it get bad enough to make wholesale changes? I don't know. The Yankee fans have been trying to get rid of Boone for two years. And they keep on extending him. (laughs) They just keep on extending him. I I don't know how much more he can do. Mm. Um, Cashman feels like he's... Untouchable? He's Yes, right? I mean, he's implanted in there, entrenched in there, has the backing of the top. They're not used to losing. I mean, I think Kurt said this would be the first losing season since 1992. Three, I think it is, but yeah. Yeah, last night he said that. 30 years. I said, welcome to, you know, a lot of other baseball teams. I mean, the the Pirates from 1992 to now have gone over 500 three times. (sighs) It's tough. It's baseball. Sometimes it doesn't go your way. and You can't buy your way out of it. The Mets and the Yankees proved that both. 
I'd, I'd be more concerned with what do you do from here? Mm. You just gave Judge all that money. Mm. Right? You just, I mean, are you seriously going to be, you're going to try to talk to Otani and yes. make a, another get big contract? That ain't going to fix the problem. No. Mm-mm. Oh, and that's my. part of the problem for the Yankees, for the Mets, you know, for the Red Sox in a lot of ways. The marketplace, the way the game is being played, it's now, it's changed. You don't have to be in a major market to be an international superstar. You can have as big of an endorsement list as you want if you're a superstar in baseball playing in middle America. It's how good are you and what are you willing to do and what is your personality, what is your social media following, all those things. Playing does in the biggest mood, the winning team winning. Well, it does, but I mean, it helps obviously when, it, when a team wins. But like, yeah. you know, still isn't that? I think that's more toward the top of the list. Yeah, but Ellie De La Cruz is is going to be a household name in Cincinnati for years. Doesn't matter if he plays in Cincinnati; he could be as big of a superstar as as, as if if he was in New York, he could be as big of a superstar in baseball playing for the Reds. There's a lot of people that would disagree with you with that, but I think you're right. It, you're you, when you're in, when you're in New York, okay. Your your brand as the Yankees that gets you more attention out of the gate. But if you lose, no one's watching the Yankees. Nobody cares. The Reds are a playoff team potentially. People are watching the Reds. They're paying attention. Who's this kid? He looks runs like a deer. This is amazing. What is he? This talent's incredible. They start to watch it. It's what Mike Trout benefited from being in the shadows. Look at that face. Snap your fingers. Snap your fingers. He could have been a bigger superstar. Oh, you're back. I'm back. I'm back. It clicked in. He could have been a bigger superstar, but it was, you know, Trout's decided not to be. But New York and L.A. get you in front of the the people who make the decisions quicker. But you can fly there and you can go meet with them and you can go have conference calls on Zoom and whatnot. And you can still get monster deals and monster contracts for stuff. So it's different. Speaking of conference calls on Zoom, did you see Annie's preseason conference call? Annie Agar? I did. It's pretty good. good. It's pretty good. She's good. She's good. She's gotten very good at editing. Yeah, right. Very, very good at editing because she now has the ability to it's I've, things I've learned as well. Like she has audio, audio in one clip and the audio keeps going, but the picture changes and the audio right. keeps going. That's mm-hmm. a very cool trick. It's a very cool uh, yeah, editing well, trick. I yes. like it a lot. She's, she's done a very good job with that on that. Dodgers have won nine straight right now today. Who do you take? Better team. Dodgers, Braves. Braves. <sighs> Dodgers are really hot. It's almost equal. They're really hot. <laughs> I just, I just think if they play a seven-game series, mm-hmm. Atlanta's lineup, the middle, I mean, they're almost the same. It's the pitching. One pitcher may, may flip it, right? Like, I don't know what the Dodgers, well, how they would even line it up, but they're one, two, three versus Braves, one, two, three, slight edge Braves. So Braves from you. Braves lineup, the bottom of the Braves lineup. It doesn't end. I mean, it just, yeah. there's no break. Yeah. The bottom, the 79 hitters for the Braves, their power, the fact that they can go deep with anybody at the plate. There is nobody you can relax. There's nobody you can go, okay, let's just get these two guys out and then we'll get back to the top of the lineup. It doesn't work like that for Atlanta. They're just stacked top to bottom, is why I think they're the best team in baseball. 
Mark Zeno said something to me on SportsCore that I'll ask you because I disagreed with it. He said it would be an, it would be an utter embarrassment if the Braves did not win the World Series. Why? Because if they're the best team by far. Best team by far doesn't always win the World Series, especially the way to make up is now. I don't. I think. I don't think it would be an utter embarrassment at all. I think it would be a disappointment. But you remember when the Braves were winning the division every year back in the day? They won one World Series. They had the best pitching: Glavin, Maddox, Smoltz. Um, that's the game. You know, yeah, I was. I was like, like that's baseball, bro. I don't think it's a. Yeah. I don't think it's a. You know, an ultimate disappointment. I mean, it's a bummer. And there's people that got Braves futures that would be Him. you know bummed <laughs> out, but. They're going to have to beat two good teams, most mm. likely, just to get to the World Series. I mean, I was looking this morning at the, I was trying, like I said, I was looking at the Caesars William Hill app, trying to see because they put up the exact as a nothing works. So I couldn't see them. But the Braves, the National League right now at two or three different books, two other books, minus 125. Mm over the American League team right mm-hmm. now. You put those up as a general, like, what scenarios could it be in the National League? What scenarios could it be in the American League? And who would be favored? Minus 125 is not another disappointment if you lose a seven-game series. Minus I'm, 250. Yeah, I disagree with that. I was like, wait. It's like, it's not, it would be disappointing. I, an embarrassment means, like, you should walk to the title. And I don't think the brands are going to walk to the title. They're going to have a fight on their hands. But if they get a five-game series against the NL Central winner, well, okay, so that's that's going to be it's still going to be a series. I mean, they still yeah, have Kurtz, to win. It, Kurtz answered it by that. Kurtz saying, "Well, if you tell me they're going to lose to in the first round, okay, maybe that's an embarrassment. But if they don't win the World Series, meaning they lose in the championship series or lose it in the World Series, that's not an embarrassment. That's just a disappointment. Yeah, if they lose to the Dodgers in a, in a right. six or seven game series, but I mean that could happen. If they lose yeah. to the Phillies or the Astros, they got to play the Phillies in the first round that they play, or the Astros in the World Series, and or yeah, or we get Astros, Orioles, yeah, Blue Jays. I mean, there won't be a. It, it's not going to be easy. The path in a, in a in the baseball. With the extra series, you know, not for the two top teams, it's still hard. Right. Dodgers today are monster favorites against the Brewers. Minus 245. We'll play the game we always play. How much do I have to give you to bet Milwaukee? Maybe this. Oh, I mean, this is. You're going to go against the nine in a row with Kershaw against Miley. Yeah. The Dodgers mash lefties. They do. They mash everybody. Right now, they're killing everybody. It doesn't matter who's who's out there. They're killing everybody right now. I don't know. This number seems exorbitantly high to me. This seems... I know they've won nine in a row. I don't know. Minus 245? Eight and a half. We're sitting in the book right now, and you say that to me. I go, all right, we're going to 250. Let's go see if that's the number we got to go get. Give them plus 220 coming back. That would be 20 cents better than any take back right now. It's either $2, 205 plus 195 So mm. let's give them $220. let us let us trick the bots and see if we can get a play. Right They'll now. come in. Well, I mean, yeah, because they scan the they scan the odd screens and they go, wait a second. What's that BVB book doing? Oh, 
Let's take 220. I mean, I'd be good with needing the Dodgers tonight. That's fine. Interesting. Gray is minus 180 against Detmers. That total is nine on that one. <laughs> Big business put put you up to this? No, it's just interesting to look at the pricing difference. I mean, Texas is red hot. The Angels are I mean, Angels suck. And yet the Dodgers get minus 245 and the Rangers get minus 180. And it's down to 167. <laughs> like who's betting the Angels today? 170. I mean, what, what are we doing? 175. I don't know. That's a book trying to get you to bet the Angels too. I'm 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 good with that. Riding the Rangers. The business came in <laughs> that, yesterday. And that, told us. Is, that price isn't bad. I was talking to him. I was DMing those two together, Rangers and Dodgers. A Ranger Dodger pod uh, parlay? Yeah. Look at you recommending parlay. Well, I mean, it's a two game money line parlay. It's plus money. Plus, should be around plus 140, plus 150. Let's see. What would we get? If you take the two of those, we're going to go with the money line, money line. Rangers money line and the Dodgers money line gets us to be a plus 119 FanDuel parlay. Mm -hmm. Okay, I overshot a little bit. We're not getting the bigger plus prices there, but still a plus one twenty on two of the hottest teams do. in baseball. At both of them are up against bad teams. Both of them are at home. I guess Milwaukee is not bad, but a team that they're heavy favorites against. Yeah, so you can go with that. That's not a bad play. Uh, Verlander is only minus one oh nine against Lazardo in the Marlins tonight. Today, rubber match between these two teams. This game's fascinating. Total seven and a half. Did you watch Cueto pitch yesterday at all? I did not. How do you do? He looked pretty good. Okay. They lost though, 6-5. He's still entertaining. Yeah, the big inning. The, the big inning is back in baseball where you can hang a four spot on somebody and they leave the pitcher in. It's, it's, if it's early in the game, they leave the pitcher in. Um, that's what these good teams do. And Houston was down and then they had the big inning and it was done. Verlander. Oh, this is a tough game. This is a tough game. That's why I didn't bet it? Very tough game. I don't know. No. I think lefties are, are the kryptonite for the Astros. I, I, I would I would lean Marlins. I, I lean Marlins because they're at home. They're just a much better home yeah. team than the road team. So I think the Marlins win today too. But I'm not going to go against Verlander. It's tough to that's tough to go against him. It's just as much of a play on on Lazardo, right? Lefty against that Astro lineup, neutralize those big bats from the left side between Tucker and Alvarez. That that which okay. So which way do you think that line's going to close? Let me take a look. Wow, it opened minus one twenty or minus one twenty five last night. It's minus one oh seven. Mm. Now it's going toward the Marlins. They're betting the Marlins. So. I like it. Yeah. Chase steam. If you want seven and a half. I don't think I even want to touch that. Uh, Normally would say under, but no, it's the Marlin. So I would lean that way, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, So total under that's the play. So here's a question. Yes. Vegas played last night. 
in the championship cup final against New York and got crushed. Crushed. They play again Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Same number. Same number. They ran it right back. It's six and a half. It was six and a half last night. They got killed. Six and a half. We, we run it right back. There's no money on the line Thursday. It's a regular season game on Thursday. So what the hell was yesterday? The champion, the commissioner's cup championship game. Oh, so they got the chance to, to highlight They, they all won money last night. All the Liberty won money last night. Oh, it was winner take all. Yes. Oh, championship, cha- championship game. It's how they, but play the, for the, cash. The, well, NBA cups coming here doing the same thing. So that's what, that's what the in-season tournament is. So they just happen to play back to back. They sell them the money. I don't know. <laughs> the, cash the WNBA odds for a championship have never been this low. Now, aces are minus 190, Liberty plus 170. Liberty oh. now are two and one against Vegas. These two are probably on a collision course to play in the final. Take a That's flyer on New York. Price. Right there. That's a serious price. Minus 190 plus 170. Makes perfect sense. Okay. Value on Liberty right now? Or just wait because that price is going to be there at the end of the season anyway. So why better now? Uh, yeah. You could do that, but one injury could swing that, you know. Well, Candace Parker needs to come back for Vegas because they may not be able to beat the Liberty without her. Right. Because right now, Liberty, <laughs> back-to-back games, home and road, whipped Vegas. I saw you say that last night. Um, I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Like, I mean... It, the only thing I'd recommend is grab a plus because so take the Liberty in case they beat them again, it's narrowed even more. It could yeah. come down even more. Well, if, if, if New York wins tomorrow night, doesn't it adjust it? Even that happens where the Liberty New York have home. Is there a scenario where New York could have home court? If they have the number one seed, they have to catch Vegas. I don't right. think they can catch so, Vegas. I don't, I don't. If they can't catch them, then that's, that's going to stay like this. Vegas now is 23. Four and five. Is that right? Hold on. Let me see what their standings are. If there's any chance that New York could catch them and have home court advantage, then that number will change. So uh, Vegas is 27 and three. New York is 24 and six. They're three games back. Both teams have won nine of 10. Uh, <sighs> Vegas has clinched a playoff berth. So has New York. I don't think they get any playoff bonuses for the champ for the commissioner's cup, just money. Yeah. And oh, this is oh, that's crazy. So that did not count towards the home record last night. Oh. So Vegas is still 15 and 0 at home. That was not a that was not a game that counted towards the record. Huh? How about that? <laughs> Boys and girls in the chat, have you ever bet on a WNBA game? I just looked down and saw Roger Long, senior member of the brigade. Hello, mm. sir. Good to see you. He said he's never bet on a WNBA game. I'm curious if you've bet on a WNBA game. Say yes or no. I would never have done it if it wasn't for Vegas being here and for the AC right? being in Vegas. Them being here in our backyard, being the defending champs. I was betting it last year. I'm betting it this year. Don't bet any non-Vegas games. It's the only... Thing I bet is Vegas. Mo, Mo Pearson, Matoy Pearson, um, really took ownership of WNBA when he was at Caesars and now he's at WinBet. 
still at WinBet for now, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, really got good with the WNBA and making numbers. And um, I got to talking to him a lot. And now we do the shows with Wetzel, you know, on Sports Grid. Sometimes Wetzel loves the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can find money there. No question. You just have to, you can't just bet it to bet it. I think mm-hmm. you got to like, I, I like what you did just with the Vegas stuff. You know, there's guys that love to bet against the storm or, mm-hmm. you know, they bet on the dream. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like limit it, but there's games every night. There's, there's money there. Wow. Oh, there, I mean, and the numbers can be soft at times as well. So they aren't nearly as sharp as NBA games, but it's they hard. use hard. It's crazy. They use the same algorithm as the NBA. So they move the numbers aggressively. <laughs> like you well, can get it's some such crazy swings. Handle, you have to move a number. If somebody comes in and gives you a limit play at minus eight, there's no going to eight and a half. There's no going to nine. You just bing right to 10 yeah. and see what happens. And if somebody takes 10, okay, now you go back. The problem with the WNBA a lot of times is they lay or take the second number. And now you go. <sighs> Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Now we need a side here. Wasn't expecting to need a WNBA game today for 8,000, but let's go, you know, Phoenix Mercury, like right. plus seven. Like we need him plus seven. We need him plus eight. Okay. So, wow. We got people that have played it. Yes. Jimmy Jack played it. Yes. Um, Joseph Morgan, every game. Wow. Every well, some people game. are like you. They don't want to touch the baseball. And that's fine, but every WNBA game, wow, I'd love to see a record at the end of the year, how you are, because if you're that sharp, that's phenomenal. If you could, That's how you can really hit the books if you're betting every WNBA game. That's TV, good. Are you with me? Question mark. Yes on WNBA. Mikey Awesome, yes. Jay Buck, our guy back east. Nice. Yes, a ton. Wow. Yeah, he well, he's a Connecticut Sun guy. He loves the yeah, sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. He, he had a uniform. He he's, a, he's got a jersey. He he wears sun jerseys. So, yeah, he's all in on them. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's, are trailing you. B2 Bartown is, yes, trailed Matt. Yeah, from the juice. Oh, my goodness. I bet it for the juice. I mean, I, I got crushed last night. I mean, I had, <laughs> I bet the Vegas team total over 91 and a half. They scored 62. So yeah, ouch! Not good, <laughs> not good. That's it's not good. They 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 were bad bad last night. So happens. Uh, fanatics today, Maryland, Mass, Ohio, and Tennessee, four states. Big press release. They have opened their sports books in those four states at the moment. This is supposed to be the FanDuel DraftKings killer. This book is supposed to come in and do big things. Yeah, agree or disagree. The Fanatics has a chance. They've coming in before ESPN bet. We'll have a chance to rebrand everything. Mm-hmm. Are they a player? Maryland, Tennessee. How many? I think they're a player there. Okay. I don't think there's that many books there, right? Ohio. Uh, Jay Dow would know more th- about how many in Maryland, but way late. Way late, in way, late in Mar- way late in, in Ohio. Ohio. Mm-hmm. Way late. I mean, late in Maryland, too. I mean, Maryland's been up for a while, but. I just think it's a smaller number of options. Mm-hmm. Ohio barbershops got a license to put kiosks <laughs> in. Like, you know, that you can right. go get your hair done. I think get your nails done and put in a same game parlay at the kiosk. <laughs> like, it's, 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 everybody's got a license and. 
there are a zillion options in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Massachusetts will be interesting because I think they're, they got the budget to compete, right? And they the got list. All that money. You saw that white party or whatever they did when they had all those people with that. I forget that guy's name at house. Michael Rubin. Yeah. All that, all the athletes were there. Fanatics is going to spend. But if the operating system mm. stinks, mm -hmm. the customer experience stinks. How do you make minus six better at your book than my book? I give what you a we hat. Do? We get a hat? I'll give you a hat. I'll give, give you a you hat? jersey. I'll give you a memorabilia. I'll give you a free pick of whatever you want. Here's 25 bucks for your 25 oh. buck bet. Oh, oh, money for money? Even, even Steven? It looks like that's what they're going to do. They're going to, the Fanatics' hook is going to be, we're going to give you swag like crazy. Swag. That our difference, our differentiator. Are going to bet for swag? Well, I don't know. I mean, they haven't before, but that was because I think it was awkward when Caesars tried it. I think it was because A, it was new, and B, they didn't associate Caesars with quality gear. They didn't know what the gear was going to be like. So if you have a, you've, if you've purchased a new era hat from Fanatics and they say, hey, place a 50 buck parlay, we'll give you a 25 buck credit to go get whatever hat you want mm. people might be more inclined to bet with them if the odds are the same they might be more inclined because they trust that that hat they know that what, what the quality of a shirt jersey whatever is coming back from fanatics they've used them before thus they'll that will be a book that they will use it has potential i've always said this that fanatics has the potential they have the list they have the marketing dollars and they have a hook they got something unique that you can get for betting with them. And if you're betting six and a half at FanDuel or in six and a half at Fanatics, you may potentially bet with Fanatics simply because it could either earn you more points or get you something that FanDuel doesn't have. Is being, I feel like we're starting like a running a race on a track where we're, we're up here with, yeah, they're draft they're two game. laps down of the NASCAR race. Right? They're yes. lapped. Yes, they're lapped. Yes, they're starting two laps down. Yes. We need doesn't a caution they, flag for it them doesn't to mean, catch up. It doesn't mean they can't catch up, though. But yes, they are, they are way behind building themselves into a sports book. But ESPN bets got the same problem. Right. So DraftKings and FanDuel are not concerned at the moment for either one, nor should they be. I mean, no. keep doing your business. We're, we got ours. We're good. Come in. That's fine. We'll keep going. And eventually, I think there could be a conversation where they're. Cyber figures. Uh-oh. All 23. That one went away too long. Matthew, come what? back. I'm back. No. Hello. Hold on. Oh. Three, two, oh, one. You're back. Okay. Go I'm back. Sure. Okay. That's off. That's interesting because I shut off my Wi-Fi. That was stopping doing that for a while. Yeah. Uh, but the three, two, one, the, 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 you know, in 2023, there's no competition. In 2024, there's no competition. But just like ESPN bet said to their investors in Penn National, really, that 2025 is when they're all targeting to be competitive. Same thing with Fanatics. Fanatics. They're not going to be competitive for over a year or two. Can we tell the people that we're meeting with that we're not going to be competitive for two years? We're just going to do what we <laughs> want. Give us all the money first, and then 
We'll be fine. Don't worry about it. We're going to be booming. You won't even believe what we're going to be in two years. That sounds like a plan. How do you pitch that? The same way you pitched Amazon, the same way you pitched Uber, the same way that company has been pitched for years for Tesla. It's the same thing. It's we're going to lose. We're not going to make money for a long time. And then eventually we'll make money. Now, a lot of times they never get to that point where they make money. Sometimes they do. Uber and Amazon did. But sometimes they don't. (laughs) It's just the way that business operates on on a grand scale. But that's the the customer experience for Fnatic is we've got something that nobody else has. You win a championship. Do they have hey, helmets? Do they, they do. have helmets like this? They do, but they it's do. It, it's not as nice though. If you, I mean, if Fnatic, like this is what's going to happen. Okay, so you bet a future on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Okay, and say the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Good, I win my bet. And Fnatic will give you more. Oh, I get all the Super Bowl merch? Or a big discount on it. Hey, you're a big Eagles fan. Hey, Philadelphia, you made a bet on the Eagles. We're giving you all championship exclusive fanatic new era custom designed or exclusive only can be found here championship hats. They're going to customize merchandise and customize the experience for the marketplace that is there. What if people don't, they don't get the merch? Like, that's that's great that they got but, the list. But their audience is going to get the merch. Who they're going to market to are the ones who get the merch. Want the merch, yeah. Who have gotten it in the past. That's why they get the biggest database of sports fans of anybody oh. in America. Man. They got a chance. Really, I mean, they, they, they absolutely, in my mind, have a chance to make a lot of noise. It's just going to take time. They're just, they're way, they're way behind. She says, we just need a five-year P&L and some solid market data with broad assumptions to base the market share on. (laughs) Write that up, buddy. Come on. Write that up. We'll take you on. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) I'll pick you up. Come on out. We need that. That's perfect. (laughs) Dang. Uh, um, Let's see what they're going to do. So here's their pitch. Let's see. The most rewarding sports book. It's all thanks to fan cash, the currency of sport. Fan earning cash. earning fan cash is the first step to participating in the loyalty program for the Fanatics digital platform. Our vision is a program that rewards fans with access to experiences that money can't buy. Fan cash, the backbone of the Fanatics loyalty program, can be converted dollar for dollar into bonus bets and can be used to purchase your favorite team merchandise at Fanatics. You earn 5% fan cash on all same-game parlay bets. You earn 3% fan cash on all other parlay bets. You you earn 1% fan cash on straight bets. I remember when I first moved to Vegas, and I got a player's card from the casino. Right. And then... I started to get the mailers and I got offers. And then I met my buddy Barry and the other guys and we had a regular golf game. And they said, Dave, do you ever play poker machines? And I said, ah, I used to mess around a little bit at home, but nothing crazy. We should play. Let's go. So we all started playing it. And I hit a Royal on a five play. I dealt it at the bottom. I thought I hit Mazo hit the mega bucks. I was like, oh, I got a Royal. I got a hand pay. I was done. 
Mm -hmm. So I used to play. Explain the hand pay. People don't know what that is. So you got you you get paid more than the machine. Twelve hundred bucks is the in. law. You, twelve right. in, in in Las Vegas. Twelve hundred dollars. Any jackpot over twelve hundred, the money has to be handed to you, per, person to person. With with a tax form. Yeah. Going out. So twelve hundred is the threshold. So it paid more than twelve hundred. There's a so bill in Congress paid. trying to elevate that to five thousand right now. It'd be nice. It's a lot of paperwork. It's a yeah. it's a real pain. But I started playing to get the comps for the food places. So I could get dinner or, or like I would take Jess and the girls and we would go mm -hmm. eat and I would just sign because I had enough points. And then I got my, you know, um, players win loss statement and gave it to the accountant. And he was like, you better go talk to somebody. You're playing way too much. Like, what are you doing? You know, I'm like, Oh, I'm getting all these comps. I'm getting it back. 3% on same game parlays. 5%. It's cheaper to just go buy the merch and I don't have to lose all the money making the bets. Well, that's what always that's what always the case is, is it not? That's what I realized at the casino. I was like, yeah. I'll just go buy the damn dinner. I'll play when I want to play, or I don't have to play at all. You start to realize when you really keep track of stuff and add it up, you're like, and it's not really a good deal for me. It's a good deal for them. It's not a good deal for me. Now, I will ask you this. In the same in the same press release announcing the, the Maryland, Massachusetts, Ohio, Tennessee for Fanatics, they're claiming that they have built their platform, their app, for iOS and Android. The design, speed, and quality of the navigation experience rivals the sports betting apps in the market today that were not built specifically for iOS and Android. Mm. Building this the way they did allows the Fanatic Sportsbook to perform over time at a level consistent with other technology first companies, meaning not sportsbooks. Oh, not sportsbook companies. Right. Other tech companies. Oh, right, right, right. So their app is going to be super fast, not clunky, not crashing. It's going to work better than others, is what they're claiming. They're claiming they're going to have a more curated customer experience that you're going to be able to track your money. Our withdrawal tracker shows you where your money is in the withdrawal process. So you can relax and enjoy the game. So no worries about getting paid. Oh, the search function, the industry leading oh. search functionality to help customers find their bets faster. Search, oh. we'll go to search bar, recent searches, autocomplete, sync aliases, deep linking to leagues, events, and other markets. Hmm. So you're to your point. I'm only reading this not to give them a. You know, I'm not trying to you know go ahead and blow up fanatics here and give them a free half hour segment. Right. I'm just saying we've talked a lot about the platform and the, the platform has to work. Has to work. And if it doesn't work, no one's going to use it. Well, they're claiming that they've got the platform and they've got other experiential type of things that are going to separate fanatics from other books. Mm. And they're going to try to incentivize with fan cash is their new hook. Does it work? I used to say this at the book all the time, both in the front at the counters mm -hmm. and when I was in a risk room. Sometimes when you go to the convenience store, all you want is a pack of gum. I want to walk in. I want to get a pack of gum. I want to pay and I want to leave. 
the platform has to work. Sometimes they just want to make a straight bet. Sometimes they just want to bet their own. They want to bet the game on TV. Sometimes they want to do just go in to a parlay, key something, whatever, and just leave. Right. All the fan cash is great. All that we built it for this is awesome. It goes great in the deck or in the white paper. This is what we need to sell to everybody so that they can go try it and sell it. It better work. It better work. That's all. That's it better work because the other ones that are way ahead, they work and they're constantly tweaking it. So in this same release there, a quote from Scott McClintock, who is the chief product officer of fanatic betting said, quote, after six months of beta testing, we are excited to officially launch the fanatic sports book app and that product to the public, we are laser focused on solving pain points facing customers by offering a faster, easier, and a more rewarding sports betting experience. The strategic patience to build a product for the long term has given us an opportunity to refine and for redefine a customer's experience and expectation of what a sports book should be. With the Fanatic Sportsbook product foundation built, foundation built and wholly owned customers should expect unparalleled speed of feature improvement delivery and innovation until you show any aptitude toward doing good at it <laughs> they, they kick you out profiled <laughs> or you can't log in from a certain place because the wi-fi can't locate you all the things that are going to happen mm-hmm. their their margin for and it should be this way because there's so many other options. When it doesn't work, you just go to somewhere else. You just want to make a bet. I like, am. I, I, I'm going to admit, I am interested. I mean, I am. I want to see. Like you're making some pretty big claims. I, I want to see what it's like. I want to see how different it is. I want to see if it is actually what you're saying it is. So, like you said, people might try you once. If you're false advertising, you'll die on the vine. People, I think that's what they're up against. Like coming in late is not bad, but I've heard the white label. Remember when we went to G2E last yeah, year and we right. walked around? And oh, yeah. I went around to all these sports book odds providers. They're all using team. the same platform. It's like they're selling a Cadillac. Right. It's the white label. It's the luxury experience. Mm-hmm. It's the, does it work? <laughs> That's all I want to know. Does it work? Well, you can watch the games on here. We can keep you engaged. We can send you direct emails. Right. Yep. To you. Does it work? Please tell me it doesn't work. Who? I said it on that other thing about ESPN, but I'll say it now. Who's booking the games? It needs to work. First of all. But, I mean, Fanatics is building their own odds team, their own risk room. We, we, we do know that. They are. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be any good or not, but we do know that they're building their own, that they're not going to outsource their odds, that they're going to create their own marketplaces. That's what they're telling you. Okay. Well, that's what they're saying. I mean, we're, we're watching friends that people we know are, are interviewing for those jobs and have been hired to run those jobs. Yes, and they have. So as at least in the beginning, they're trying to at least have an image of being the ones booking their own games. You should book your own games if you can. I, I, I still think that knowing your customer, Benson talked about it yeah. on Twitter. We talked about it at Bet Bash with other people. It does not have to be an adversarial relationship. It is a give and take. It is a back and forth. But if I have a book and don't have any customers, then I don't have a book. Right. 
And if I'm a customer that can't bet at any books, then you're not a customer, right? We need, it needs to work at some point together. Now we're trying to take each other's lunch and some guys will take your lunch dishonesty and some guys will book your lunch dishonesty. Doesn't have to be that way. So hopefully if they do it, it's still about the right people and the right customers and the right market. Well, I don't know if any of those four markets are the right market. Good luck, fanatics. They're coming in. Massachusetts reporting thirty point one million in revenue for July mm-hmm. in a pretty small month. Yep. Does fanatics are they able to make any noise in Massachusetts? You were back there. Mm-hmm. You saw the market. We got a lot of guys that are back there. I mean, I I, I talked to Dawson on a regular. We talked to Emerson, a um, bunch of guys we know back there, and hopefully we're going to get back there and see you all in person. That's the plan. Um, it's an interesting state because I've I've said this before too. It looks like they're holding people to a different standard there, the correct standard in my opinion. Um, there's been a changeover with the gaming uh, control commission mm-hmm. there, whatever. So we'll see if that continues, but. I like it. I think that's a good, I mean, I was surprised when you put that number when, when we talked this morning, I was like, wow, that, did that surprise you? That number? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's high. I mean, you know, gambling revenue of 30 million is yeah. 10% hold. I mean, DraftKings did really well. 50% of the market has gone to DraftKings. In Massachusetts, so the hometown discount. 20-second 20, 20 timeout, 20-second timeout. Tyler is back in the chat where You've I can been see him. in the chat for a long time. You're I know, just... but I can see him now, Tyler. <laughs> I see you, brother. I can't wait to see you in person when you come to sign up for the contest, <laughs> but I can see him in the chat again. I'm so excited. He did it. wasn't me. I didn't have nothing to do with it. Sorry. He, he said, I'm in. What does that mean? I'm in. He's in what? He just said he said I'm in. I don't know, but he's in now. He's in yeah. the chat and I could see him. <laughs> Tyler Tyler invented the ish. He did. And now the ish is being used all over, which is True. fine. True. But I never heard someone say ish time until Tyler said it, then I said it, then you said it. Now we're going to put it on t-shirts. What time does your show start? 10:15 ish. Um Tyler, he's wondering about the numbers I just quoted. Operators combined as a 10.2% hold for the state, for the, in the whole state, Tyler, in July. Everyone combined, average. Sports betting. Yes. In Massachusetts. So um, people love in parlays, man. Especially they really do. I mean, they're, right? they're holding, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive. It, it's actually, I mean, gross gambling revenue was down eight to 8.7%. So a little bit on the difference, but the handle was, 2.2 billion. There's no breakdown of promotional money in that. Though. There's not. You're right. Nope. There's none, Which, but the hold you know, is still pretty be, high though. I mean, it's no, it's great. Know. Don't get me wrong. They're ramping up for football. They were doing it in July. A lot of people were waiting until now, but that's right. fine. That's okay. We're here. We'll talk. But May was, I mean, gosh, Massachusetts, April was 10.4%. May was 13.6. Celtics lost. Now it's 10.2%. Celtics and Bruins both lost. Yeah. So May was <laughs> May and June. 
Big teams, local teams lost. That's pretty good. That increases that whole percentage. Yeah. People get raises and bonuses based on that. Boy, oh Tyler's going to be one of our chief odds maker for the BVB book. Sure. I Let's mean, do he's, it. He's, he's running totals and all this. Tyler's going to do a tremendous job at that. We're going to have to let him go play poker when he wants, but we'll, we'll talk about that. When <laughs> you experienced this this morning. This is a oh, local God. story, but it's interesting. William Hill today oh, launched their new mobile app and oh, nobody yeah. was able to access their money. No one was able to access. They switched couldn't even log over. in. They switched everybody over to Caesars without really notifying anybody. As like, hey, by the way, you could be without your money for days. <laughs> days. Now you went to the book and saw the guys, or one of the guys at a William Hill book this morning. What did they tell you when you went there today? First thing they said is, uh, <laughs> I walked in and they're like, "Wait a second, are you not on TV today? What are you doing here?" I said, thanks for watching the show, boys. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. And we can have you on the show on your off days if you'd like. Right. They got a big kick out of it. They said, what are you doing? You doing baseball stuff? What are you doing? I said, well, I can't do anything right now because I can't log into my account. Can't see no numbers. So I came in to see if you could help me. And the other the other guy went, about that. And I was like, oh, uh-oh. Are these guys here too doing the same thing? Yes. We can't do anything. Great. Who can? Do you have a Caesars app or a William Hill app? Um, William Hill is what it was. Okay, you have to go to either the Stratosphere or the Sahara. Our update comes on Friday. I said, guys, it's Wednesday. You're going to have to answer this question for two more days? And they were like, yeah. And I was there at 9 a.m. They just opened at 8 they had all, I was probably answer number 18 of the morning. And I was like, I'm glad I'm not working behind the counter. I need another reason. I'm on 1.95 million reason why I can't be working in a book. It's a day like today. So I said, I don't have my account number because it auto-populated. Like most of you right. know that use the apps. You do it. You leave it auto-populated. You may type a password or hit a uh, two-authentication code or whatever, yeah. and it's done. So we had to call a number, get my account number. Now it has to have an attached email. What was your email that you attached it to? I said, I don't know. I tried one and I got a message that said, if you try again, you're locked out of your account and miss. Very important to get it right the third time. So I was like, I'm just going to go to the Sahara after the show. Um, we have call. So I'm not going to go right away, but I wanted mm -hmm. to do lunch or something at the Sahara and see if I could recover my account. So I could, um, you know, look that, at the lines, yeah, play the in game while I'm on the air tonight on sports or do, do whatever right. it is. So the last thing was I, I gave them $10 for their time. And they're like, what's this for you? I'm like, you guys are going to need it for lunch later get yourself a coffee because you're just sitting there taking dagger 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 but i grabbed the sheet with the numbers for the world series exacta i said can i check these oriole prices right here i wanted to see what the orioles versus dodgers orioles versus whatever were mm -hmm. they're no longer in the system mm. i went wait a second you guys made people's accounts disappear you had this market up for two months <laughs> I just wanted to check the current prices. What happened to those bets? Dave, I said, guys, that's the latest. All, all I can hear is, is Joe Pesci 
in casino saying, you made my fucking money disappear. I'll make you disappear. <laughs> that's, Sorry, all, that's, all I, that's all I can hear whenever I'm hearing this story, especially oh. with the, with the accountant in the, at a house that literally is like three miles down the road from where I am on the golf course, right. grabbing the guy in De Niro's in his bathrobe. And he's like, he's a square guy. You can't do that to him. He's going to go right to the police. <laughs> yeah. Where's my money? I love where's my money. <laughs> oh, it's too good. The guy with the hair in casino, Jimmy, Jimmy, oh. I want my money. Where's my money, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Where's my fucking money? If you haven't seen that movie, if you have not seen that movie, man, oh god, it's so it's so good. Oh. No, the oh wait, no, no, that scene is Goodfellas. You're confusing movies. That's Goodfellas. Oh, Goodfellas, Goodfellas, that's Goodfellas. yeah, Maury, Maury that, with that's the hair. That's Maury with the hair. Yes, that, yeah. that, that's yeah, a guy who sells guy. the toupees, yeah, yeah. and he's going. Jimmy yeah. is Jimmy is is De Niro's character in, right. in Goodfellas. Yes, yes, and he's yes, and, and, he, and he's he's saying I'm going to kill him. He's like, where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money? Yes. <laughs> just such good movies all right time for 32 teams 31 shows all right it is my team's day but survivor time circus survivor circa million you guys coming to town to sign up 14 million dollars in prizes up for grabs right now 8 million available in the survivor 6 million available in circa million five teams against the spread for million one team no spread just pick a winner and stay alive in survivor for more information Log on to circusports.com. This team is the New England Patriots for today. Win total six and a half. Now, this is correct me if I'm wrong. This number has moved, has it not? Bet MGM's got it at six and a half. Bet MGM has it at six and a half. But this, the, I, I was looking at the articles and I was like, oh, it came out last week and I was like, man, wait a minute. Six and a half. Wasn't it seven and a half? Yes. Has it gone down? Hold on. Because you told me all the money was bet on the over. So I was like, wait a minute. That number didn't feel right to me. Win totals. New England Patriots is currently at the FanDuel seven and a half. But juice is minus 142 to the under. Okay. So. Hey, we're playing around here. Over uh, seven is probably the number. The number. Eight and nine last year for the Patriots. Reason to be excited. The divisions. Oh, that's not right. That didn't take. It didn't take. Sorry. Nope. That's wrong. That's wrong. That didn't take. It didn't take. No, that was yesterday's division. Yeah, it didn't take. They're playing in a hard division, the AFC East. There's that. We'll do that. There's excited. Bill O'Brien is the OC. He will run actually a real offense <laughs> this year for is the that Patriots. A reason to be excited. Yes, very much so. Yes. Really? Go back to actually running plays that will benefit the offense. They will actually have an offense worth talking about and not being stupid and run and do dumb plays that are predictable. Okay. That every DC knew what was coming before it ever was run. So, yes, Bill O'Brien is a monster, monster addition for that Patriots team. Monster. Okay. Monster. Monster. Lack of playmakers on offense is still a big concern. This is a very, this is very valid. This is one of your best takes ever on mm -hmm. one of your teams. So they don't have the weapons that you need to compete with the top offenses in the game. Are you going to mention a quarterback? I think Mac Jones is fine. I, I don't have a problem with Mac Jones. With Bill O'Brien running the offense, I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable. I don't think Bill. O, I don't. I don't think Mac Jones is a problem. I don't. I, I don't think he's. Uh, I think we still don't know. Is he? You were so excited 15? about Zappy the other night. 
Oh, in the preseason. Yes, I was. He didn't play very well, but he's not a starting quarterback in the league. He's no, his arm strength's okay, a question. So no threat at all to be the starting quarterback. None to me. No, not anymore. He was for a little bit last year, but Mac with Bill O'Brien, no way. So you well, hire Mac Bill starts and New England starts one and four or something. Are you going to call for Zappy? No. All right. So Mac's your guy. If they start, if, if they start one and four, it won't be because of Mac Jones, in my opinion. That I won't put that on Mac Jones. It'll be it'll be turnovers. It will be mistakes. It will be the defense not living up to what it could be. A Bill Belichick coach team is going to make mistakes and be that do turnovers. Well, they, yeah, the last two years, Patriots have not looked like Belichick. That's what everyone says. That's the big knock, right? This is not Belichick's lost his fastball, as everyone says. Not your typical team anymore. That's what the people are saying. Sure, yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people have said that. Patriot fans have said that. People in Boston said that. He's he's closer to being done now. Like the they can people can see he could be done if they don't make the playoffs this year. He could be done this. Uh, Robert Kraft could let him go after after this season. It's not crazy. If the Patriots go six. Bill and leaves when Bill wants to leave. No, no, that's not how these things end. Not with guys like Robert Kraft. No. Remember, Robert Robert Kraft never wanted Tom Brady to leave. Robert Kraft is getting up there in age, but his wife is like a teenager. Like he's got no desire. He's going to be around for a long time. He wants to win. He's not done. Robert Kraft wants to go. And if Bill gets him there, great. If not, thank you for everything you did. We'll build you a statue. You are amazing. The game's passed you by. It's time to go a different direction. So. This is a big year for Belichick. There's heat. There's legitimate heat on Bill Belichick this season. That's why everybody loves the Patriots to go over their win total. Give me five seconds to rant. Zawinski just hit a double down the line. They tried to score McCutcheon from first. Okay. Got thrown out at the plate. The third base coach, it's a very important part of baseball. Kutch is almost as old as you. True. Shouldn't be scoring from first. Stop. Out at the plate, Pirates trail 4-2. There's your What'd own. you bet? Huh? Over. <laughs> Talk, smoking like a true over better uh, on this. All right. Division stacked, as we know. Division is going to be a big, big problem for the Patriots. Here is your, your Patriots schedule. For your Patriots. Don't put my, I know my Patriots. My, your Patriots, Patriots. my Patriots schedule for 2023. They you, open I mean, up you would debate yesterday. We debated about the Buccaneers hats. You had the, uh, the new yours is why I had the old not, there's not even a conversation not even to be discussion had. With this, not right? even a conversation to be had. Yours is way, way better. Way better. Yes. That needs to be the full-time logo for the Patriots. I don't like this. I can't logo. wait till they wear these. They're going to wear these twice this year, right? The full I think, yeah, at least twice. I might wear it more than that. Oh, it's at least, it's, it's at least twice. They wear it the whole time in my mind. Uh, all right. They open up with Tom Brady being honored game one against Philadelphia. Big moment. Big game. Big moment. What's the line? Philly minus three. It's out, right? What is it? Hold on. I'm thinking. I don't want to give I don't want to give them no credit. I don't want to say they're gonna win. I think they may win this game. I think so too. The Patriots may win this first game. Uh-huh. Damn it. Hold on. What's the total? <laughs> 40 something, three? 44? First week NFL. Sunday night football. Wow. Eagles five. They'll cover. They won't win. It's not Sunday night football. No, it's afternoon no, it's window. A late, it's in the yeah. late window. Never afternoon mind. window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Philly minus five. 46 is a total. Eagles and under. 
Eagles win. Oh, and one. Patriots win. Of course. I'm, take, I'm, I'm taking Pats one, one and oh. Miami comes into town. <laughs> Tough game. I gotta get my I gotta get my whole season sheet here for this. What do you what do you think this line is? Pick them? Yeah, maybe Patriots favored. The Patriots record against Miami in September is actually really bad, but it's because they often play in play Miami. down there. Yeah. They don't play yeah. up here. Patriots almost always beat Miami in Foxborough. Yeah, because they play them in December when it's freezing. Correct. Yep. And the Dolphins have all the cold gear on. They look correct. Miserable. Yep. Patriots will win this game. Agreed. Two and zero at the Jets. They'll lose that game. See, I think they win that game. You think they go to the Jets and win? I think they win that game, and I then, know. then things got to get rough. Then they go to Dallas and lose. They're going to lose to Dallas. Game. I don't know if they beat New Orleans. This is a game that is. Oh, that's one of them tricky games. Uh-huh. They'll win that game. They'll win that game. All right, I think they lose that game. I think yeah, they lose. I, to. I lose to New Orleans. So I, I have them opening up three, and two. I have two on the road at Vegas. Payback time for that ridiculous ending last year. Payback time. <laughs> Josh McDaniels still the coach for the yes, Raiders. He is it's just that when the student mentor, all that other stuff, man. I hate to say it. I think New England wins that game. I agree. Three. Four. Buffalo at home. No. No. Miami at ho- on the road. No. No. Washington at home. Four. They win that game. Five. Indy in Germany. In Germany? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a business trip for Bill. He wins that. Five. Uh-huh. Six. By week of week 11, on the road at the Giants. Nope. Agreed. Loss. Home for the Chargers. Nope. Agreed. At Pittsburgh. Come on, bro. What do you come on, bro? Pittsburgh? Come it's, on. It's a that's a under that's game. in Pittsburgh on a Thursday night. To win. We should be at that game. Fine. We should be at that game. I Thursday, agree. December 7th. If you're listening to the show, watching the show, let's make it happen. That's a BVB brigade. Our worlds collide. Amen. Acrisure Field. Also known as Heinz Field. Holy cow. We can do the show and walk right over to the game. We're going to that game. Okay. Let's do it. Steelers are winning. Patriots win. Uh, That's seven. Home for KC. No. Loss. At Denver. They'll win that game. They always go to Denver and win. No, they never win in Denver. Lose. That's why they're going to win. Yeah. Loss. At Buffalo. Nope. Loss. Home for New York. Probably meaningful game for them, not for the Jets. Yes, Patriots sweep the Jets. Patriots win. They don't sweep, sweep them. You yes, think they, they sweep them? Yeah, they sweep the Jets. Seven. Eight. Eight and nine, just like last year. Seven is the number. Eight and nine, but they missed, the problem is they missed the playoffs. And that means hard knocks very well could be on the Patriots docket for next year. Which Bill ain't gonna let that happen. Bill has no choice. Bill can't let any. Bill has no choice. It's three T. If you miss the playoffs three years in a row, you cannot veto hard knocks, and the HBO folks will be chomping at the bit to get the Patriots on hard knocks. I think you think more people are interested in the Patriots than you really are. Disagree with you entirely. 
Dave, they're the most valuable team other than the Cowboys in the NFL. Cowboys are one, Patriots are two. Chat, is that a fact or is, is that 100% a 100% fact? The Patriots are the second, second most, valuable. most valuable franchise in the NFL is the New England in sports Patriots? in America. In, in all of sports, they're more I, well, valuable the Yankees, than the New York Knicks. Yeah, oh yeah, but the Yankees, I got to see where the Yankees are in that conversation. I forget where the Yankees are. Oh, now you're making stuff up. They're not more valuable than the Yankees. The Dodgers? It's football, man. Over baseball, it's football. Yeah, it's the it's football. Yes. The Lakers? Yeah, yeah, that I know. Yes, hundred percent. Basketball and baseball do not are not on the same plane as a as a football team. Yes, God. Forbes's list. I'm pulling right now. Oh my gosh, you better pull it up. Chat. 20, I need twenty twenty two. Put your season win total for the New England Patriots. Dallas Cowboys schedule. Dallas Cowboys number one. Yep. Okay. So just so you know, this is the most valuable teams in the in America. Okay. All of US sports. Okay. Cowboys 8 billion. Okay. Patriots 6.4 billion. Second. Number 2. Who's third? Number 2, most valuable franchise in America, more than Who's the Lakers, third? more than the Yankees. Who's third? Uh, Rams. The Yankees Rams? Are, yep. Yankees are 4. Giants are uh, sorry. Yankees are three, rather. Yeah, Yankees. Oh no, they're tied. Yankees and Giants are tied. New York Giants. New York Football Giants. Uh huh. New York Football Giants and the New York Yankees are tied. Gives you an idea of where basketball is. The Knicks are six. The Bears are six, tied. Warriors are at eight. The Commanders. Bears? Commanders are at eight. Lakers are at ten. Football, 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 bro. <laughs> it's football. Baseball teams in there in big cities. They're right up there in the top 10, but that's a big jump from eight. Cowboys are their own institution. They're, they're goodbye. I mean, yeah. Goodbye. Damn. Way, way, way up. So uh, right. brigade proxy pro football story of the day. Thank you, Chef Benny, for this Brigade Proxy shirt. It's on the yeah. logos on the back as well, so we appreciate that. Text the show, 702-570-8255. Big weekend coming up starting tomorrow. Westgate Super Contest weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Westgate. Big, big, big deal. We'll sign up yeah. a bunch of people. And then the following weekend is Circa Million weekend, and yes, we have no sleep. Aaron Rodgers. Yesterday at Hard Knocks. Big story. Offensive line got roasted by Robert Sala saying everything falls apart unless the offensive line plays well. And the, offensive lines, and the offensive line's not playing well for the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers had another injury scare because this guy is going to have a big problem with the offensive line limping around, but stayed in his calf got injured during OTAs. This is, he did not seek medical attention, but does Aaron Rodgers play 17 games in your mind? I saw you up tweeting at sunrise today saying there's no chance he's playing 17 games. There's not. I don't think he does either. Not behind that offensive line. He's not 39 years old. Not in uh-uh. that stadium on uh-uh. that field turf and uh-uh. all the, the crap weather that they usually they got. There's just too many things. He's going to get hit more, most likely, although he knows how to not get hit. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. A lot. I don't know. There's. I, I would bet no. I, I mean, what's he missed? Three games? 14 uh, yeah. games played, yeah. maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Right. Yeah, sounds right. I hope he plays 17. It's a, it's, it, it, listen, him being in, happening. 
Did he just slide off the base on a steal? I can't watch this game. They're just running off the bases. Oh, but be lucky to get over. Will he make it through the full season? No. Will the Jets make the playoffs? No. Ooh. That's, I mean, there's so many people on the Jets bandwagon. It's a riot. Yeah. Jets are winning the division. Jets are winning the Super Bowl. Yep. Here they go. Bob. Bye. Go. I'm just like, anybody want to talk about the offensive line? Like anybody talking no. about that? Like nobody's um, talking about that. You might want to start talking about the offensive line. Just just Probably. let you know. You might want to start talking about the offensive line. It's not I've been saying this for my whole life, but mm. it's good that Sala said it out loud that if you don't have an offensive line, everything breaks down. Yeah. That's a hundred percent fact. Yeah. Okay. So um one of the one of the biggest Jets fans that I know that I talk to on a regular basis, Tony Yanitsi. We're gonna have him on the show. Okay. He does the cash considerations with me. He's all in. Of course he is. Like the, the Jets fans of are so over the top, all in with this. This is like sticking a, a, a starving person in front of a buffet. Like they, they they've they've had Too nothing. They've had yeah. nothing to it's be excited good. about forever. They've been dunked on by everyone. They've been butt fumbled and embarrassed forever. I almost thought you said something else. I was going to have to apologize twice to Will. <laughs> no. You said butt fumbled. Yes. Fumbled. When you go to a buffet, what's your what's your first go-to? You go to the I'm, Italian I'm section? Do you really go to the meat a, section? Really not a very big buffet person. I, I only go with Madeline if she wants to go. Right. But like I've I've considered this. Okay, there is a one hundred dollar all you can eat lobster tail and fillet steak buffet at the M. A hundred for that now? Yeah, it's all it's all you can eat. It's the best buffet in town. It's better than the win by all accounts. I would consider that. I've not gone to you it. go right to the lobster tail. Uh no, I probably I mean if I'm, meat. it's a brunch. It's a brunch. Um, a hundred. Yeah, for so I probably would go and start with the with the breakfast stuff, and then work my way in to the okay. other stuff. Okay. Um, I the last buffet I went to was at the Palms. Yeah. And when I the first thing I went after there was um, Chinese food section. Probably, yeah, that was really good. Or the Mexican food section. No, the Italian food section is really good there too. Always me. I always go to the Italian food section first. Yeah. Can't help it. Mm-hmm. Go to what's good you stuff. Want. Yeah, and then you expand your. The desserts life. are phenomenal there. That the palms, the dessert is like oh, the best, the best the part of the desserts on the on a buffet. That's I mean, that's go yeah. crush them. You do a right. good job with that. Uh, okay, so not to make you freaked out, but Bruce Feldman's been doing this for a long time, where he comes up with his top 100 freak athletes of college football. Tweets us out. I've never had as many players from one team as I do this year from Penn State. Oh, bro! But that's how loaded this squad is with freaks. As we said before, you can scoff at some of these amazing numbers, but Penn State guys prove it at the NFL Combine. Man, oh man. You're not a fan of that? You don't like this? No, I love it. I don't like it. I love it. But now everybody's talking about it. Everybody's <laughs> talking about this team. The number's 10. Nine and a half. I, I mean, the bottom. It's 10. It's 10. Well, yeah, but the bottom is eight. They're mm-hmm. winning eight games. Yeah, there may be one hiccup, and then if they lose both the big games against Ohio State, and Michigan, that's nine and three. That's the only way you're losing at nine and a half. Bet. I would agree. I mean, that's I, I Michigan. Ohio I State, love freaks. Though it comes down to the Ohio. Sorry, it comes down to the Iowa game for Penn State. They beat oh. Iowa. We're hitting nine wins. 
Franklin hitting 10 wins rather Franklin is scary because he does have this weird thing of laying eggs in games. They're not supposed to lose, but the talents, well, I got to say that today. Like, why because would you have to talking about back it? Up? Cause we're talking about it. So it's just, but they've got such incredible, amazing talent. Now there's a kid on this list that we need to start talking about. <laughs> His name is Nicholas Harbor, South Carolina wide receiver. Yes. He's the number one ranked freak in college football, according to Bruce Feldman of The Athletic. Like, this is a freak list? Yep. This is a freak list of insane athletic specimens playing college football. Nicholas Harbor, and it's either Nicholas or Nicholas, one of the two. I think it's Nicholas Harbor. He is in the first time of doing this, in his two decades of doing this list, I don't think I've ever had a true freshman number one, but this player is different. Harbor is six foot five. 243 pounds. Six this foot guy, five, 243. 243. He runs a 10-200, a 6.660. That's fast. And a 20.6, 200 meters. Do you know how fast that is for a guy that size to go 200 meters? Top speed at camp that they recorded was 22.9 miles per hour. That's He's compared- fast. He got to slow down in the school zone. He's compared to Julio Jones meets meets Derrick Henry, but he's taller than Julio Jones, weighs more than Derrick Henry, and he's faster by a full second than both of them in the hundred. <laughs> what position does this guy play? Either defensive end or wide receiver. They don't know yet. He could play either or both. There will be there will be red zone packages for him in the end zone to go catch balls, and there will be third down plays where they're going to say go kill the quarterback, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this kid's going to do. I mean, if you had to pick one, where would you play him? Wide out. See, I, I think he has way more impact on a D line. Maybe, but I got a quarterback that needs a weapon. I got Spencer Rattler for South Carolina. I got a kid who can throw the ball. He averaged 30 yards a catch in high school. No kidding. <laughs> well, you can't guard him. You can't catch it. The, the video. And if he catches the ball, you can't tackle or catch him. I mean, the video of him running the 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 100 at the 2022 Myrtle Beach track meet is it's actually kind of hysterically funny because he is no lie a foot taller than everyone he is running against. Right. And he smokes them all. Yeah. Like Usain Bolt type stuff. Like his stride is so much longer than everybody else's that. This kid is going to be, so I will get to it and better to book it, but South Carolina, I am 100%. Not to say I've made a bet based on South Carolina with one kid, a true freshman, but this is the kid to watch. This is going to be the most impactful player to hit the SEC in a while. Jadavion Clowney type of hype for this kid. Former number one pick overall. I can't wait to see him in a uniform. Right. See him play. This is going to be, this is going to be good. And now I'll have a rabbit hole to go down after this. By the way, the Mets just hit a home run. It's now six two in the top. Yeah, so so the players on this list from from Penn State. In case you're curious, uh, you come in number one with Chop Robinson at number nine, the defensive end, who could be you know. Hold on, we have a guy named Chop. Yeah, Chop Robinson. I like that. Oh yeah, he's he's Micah Parsons light, essentially. I just like him because his name's Chop. Now four four, he, he runs a four four seven forty. That's good. Yeah, he's 250 pounds. That's good. <laughs> he's enormous and runs a 4'4". So he's uh, 6'3", 254 pounds. Hello. He's bigger than Micah Parsons. 
So he's number nine uh, at number. Let's see. The next Penn State player is Jordan Vandenberg, defensive lineman from Johannesburg, South Africa. Wow. That's he a been, long way from home. I hope yeah. he enjoys central Pennsylvania. Yikes. He, bench, he bench presses 455. He squats 690. He ran a 4740 in a 420 shuttle time. Vertical jump of 31 inches, broad jump of 9.2 for a guy who weighs 304 pounds. What in the hell position does he play? Defensive line. Go get that quarterback. <laughs> He's a big boy. Go kill the quarterback, you. Um, Olumayawa Fashanu, offensive tackle for Penn State. I'm going to have to get this name put in front of me and Fashanu. Pronounce it. I think it's, times. I think Fashanu is his last name. Uh, 20 years old. He ranked. Uh, three-star prospect at a high school ranked 45th among all of his tackles in the 2020 class. However, he's six foot six, 320 pounds was great last year for Penn state, 4.9740. That would have tied him for the best at the NFL combine for speed. At, uh, he bench presses four Oh five. He squats six Oh five. Uh, what the hell? Both of his parents are five, eight. Somehow this kid is six foot six, three twenty. He like he, he like can carry his parents as children. <laughs> We're gonna have to run a test, right? Like, like hold uh, on here, mama. Mom might have gone. Yeah, mom might have gone somewhere outside the family yeah, house. We got to make sure that this boy <laughs> is ours. Uh, you know about Singleton. He's thirty-one on the list. Obviously, at over a thousand yards hey. rushing, twelve rushing touchdowns, four hey. three four three nine forty at two hundred and twenty-eight pounds. He bench presses four twenty-five. That's crazy. Uh, Zach Durant, defensive lineman. Your D line is crazy. Sick, right? 6'1, 284, 46640. He ran a 4'4 shuttle, broad jump of 9 foot 10, and he benches 425. Yikes. (laughs) Look out for that kid, Zane Durant. So your defensive line is one to watch for Penn State. You guys are going to kill some people. Abdul Carter comes in at 43. Uh, how special does Penn State think he is? They gave him number 11, which is the same number of Micah Parsons and LeVar Arrington. Ooh, 6'3", 250, 44840, power clean of 350 pounds. Look What out. position does he play? He's a sophomore linebacker. Linebacker, you is back, baby. Yeah, for that kid, he's got number 11. So he's, he's got the right. He's going to get this excited on August 16th. Oh, you should. The guy's a man, oh, man. Your team is loaded with talent at the moment. I mean, this is this is a very talented, very, very good Penn State team. Uh, let's see. Where's the next guy for Penn State? Play quarterback and not turn the ball over, man. Right? That's that's the key, right? Just don't turn, turn the, the football over. over. Uh, the last kid on this list is a big drop-off between, but it goes all the way down. Okay, we've got enough freaks on that list. I'm good. I think that's it. Yeah, that was it. Okay, so that's it. So you, it's, you have the most freaks from one school. Then in the 20 years of Bruce Feldman doing this, Penn State has the most. So enjoy that. Oh, wow. Mr. C said he's looking at his book. PSU's regular season wins is there. Nine and a half is minus 150. Yeah, it's getting expensive. Just so, move the damn number. To seriously. 10. They don't, they don't want to because they know they're going to get the under bet. At 10, though, that's okay. Like, right. I mean, you're encouraging the under bet at nine and a half. Because they won't go to ten and a half. I mean, if they go to ten and a half, everyone's going to bet the under because they've already bet nine and a half, including me. I'd bet the under two because then from the middle at a ten, hit them both. 
<laughs> you get middle and you get hit on both sides and you get crushed. All right. Uh, one more quick story before we get and, and let go of sports grid here. Yep. There is a book in Arkansas called bet Saracen. I don't think this is in reference to Friday night lights, but this is all I can think about when I see bet Saracen is it, it's the Friday night lights book. It's like, this is the greatest book in the world. I would, this would be my book if I live there, which by the way, I, did you see that um, there's schools banning Friday night lights, the book in Iowa, Rommel camp said that really I, sorry. What? Will. that's really fucked up. What are we doing? <laughs> it's what are just we doing. It's it's Iowa. I don't know. Ask Iowa. I have no idea what they're doing. Right. Banning Friday Night Lights. Like what? what why? Like what are we? What? Why? It's a great book. A great Excellent book. movie. Booby Miles. Great show. Great movie. Great. Oh, just great. Everything God. about it. Great. 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 Makes absolutely no sense. Why? Right. So there's an article that came out on SportsHandle.com about Bet Saracen and what Barris, what Bet Saracen's trying to do and the success they're having in the state of Arkansas by being hyper localized knowing their customer, marketing to their customer, giving their customer what they think the customer in the state of Arkansas wants to bet. Could this be the future? For maybe not the FanDuel, a.k.a. McDonald's, or DraftKings, a.k.a. Burger King, but, you know, John and Betty's Burger Shop in a local state. If you build a good storefront with good stuff and it's easy to pay, then that's where they'll go. You build a good thing and the customers will come. And if you take care of them, they will stay. But if you build a sort of good thing and you try to bribe them to stay, then when you take away the bribe, they go away. Right. That's a direct quote from Bet Saracen Chief Market Officer Carlton Safa in that article. Um, Do I think this is return back to the future? which I love those movies, mm-hmm. Doc Brown and uh, Marty McFly. Yes, it should become oh. this way. I think the expansion, you have to be careful because once you do, you lose that mm-hmm. right there because you have to keep earning for the earnings reports, for the quarterly meetings, for the conference calls and everybody else that's who you're working for instead of working for yourself or for the people that you're working with. Customers. Do you do you believe their numbers that they're averaging more than 60% of the market in Arkansas every month? Well, the big the, the big ones aren't in Arkansas. They didn't go. The, the, there's so yes, um I mean that's that's a lot. Congratulations if those numbers are correct. I haven't looked at the Arkansas numbers once. From anyone, only because I don't know anyone in Arkansas, and I'm not sure if um, it's possible. But about 15 months after Bet Saracen launched, it was ranked number 15 in the handle by by handle in the nation, ahead of Resorts World, Tipico, Bet Parks. The last quote, and Jill did a great job. I I I've known Jill Dorson. She wrote the article at Sports Handle. They do a great job, guys. If you if you want to learn about this business and and get you know really well written articles, yeah, go, go here. But the quote is: "Payments are first because it doesn't matter how great your store is. You can have Macy's in its heyday in New York City, but if the cash registers don't work, customers will leave. It's the same on the app. If it can't give you your money." You're going to leave and leave angry. 
I couldn't wait to talk about this because I thought this guy gets it. Yeah. I thank you. This is what it should be. When you win, I pay you. Mm -hmm. When you bet and lose, I keep it. That's the root of the business. Yep. And if you can at least work with that, I think it's a good thing. We we had that here in Vegas. That got a, we we're losing control of that a little bit. That's why the guys that you know have that we know friends of ours that have their main location and hub is Vegas. They still have it. Right. It's that expansion that forces you to change, and they don't have it. Now your product changes, your app stinks, and good luck. It's going to be an interesting couple of years in the business. That's that's the bottom line here uh, yeah. with this. Um, one more quick one. Florida, there's another lawsuit, by the way, that's going to be Florida's probably 2024 or beyond, which we're waiting on Florida. We're Is waiting on. Because I thought I saw somebody today that said if they appeal in between the appeal, they can open. Maybe it's what they did last time. And then they had to close. Right. So what? like they can do that oh. if they want, but then, I mean, you can open up and be like, let's take bets. And then all of a sudden a judge comes in and says, yeah, you can't do that anymore. And then you're stuck with all this money that you don't want to do with it because like, do we give it back? Do we pay you? Do we honor the bet? Do we not honor the bet? Like it's a gamble. If you want to make, you can do that. Yeah. But a judge can, just like last time they opened and then they all ran around. It's the same lawsuit claiming that the gaming pact has been violated by Governor DeSantis with the tribes in Florida. So they're still having the same argument as to what is is in interpreting the, the gaming pack. And they're claiming that one ruling, one reading says, go ahead, you're good. Another reading says, no, you can't. You're, you know, it's a federal government violation. I, I don't, it, it doesn't, you could open if you want, but that's what happened last time. So would you open... If, no. if you had the option, like I would no. not. No way. Why would I open and cause all that angst again? Yes. I'd be like, look, let's just wait until for we how much money can open yeah. and never have to close it. And how much money are you actually going to be able to make in that period of time to make it worth your while? Correct. So, like, what's the point? You aren't going to make what's enough money. Point? Right. You're not going to make enough money for it to actually benefit you. Like a cash grab, be like, oh, we're open. Let's go. And then a month later, you're like, oh, no, I got to do what? I gotta give it all back. Yeah, or I gotta find the I gotta find the customer. I gotta go inform them. I gotta call them, email them. Nightmare. They got a future bet that's a fifty to one play that's open that I gotta figure out whether I got. I mean, no, I don't want. No, 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 no. I want no part of that. I would not open. I would one hundred percent stay closed until we're open, open, not kind of open or maybe open, like open, open. 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 I, I like open, 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 yeah. open is good for long term. Open, being, closed, and maybe open again. That sucks. It's a bad idea. It's a bad, bad idea. Uh, Sports Grid, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. It's a Wednesday, Thursday, tomorrow, roll call Eve. You guys are now calling the Thursday show, which is really funny. So we got a lot of stuff happening during the week. Tomorrow's the first day of the Westgate Super Contest weekend. So who knows who's going to stop on by and be a part of the show coming up tomorrow. So you guys are on YouTube and Twitter. You guys know what you're getting. You guys are getting bonus time for you guys who are on Sports Grid. We will talk to you tomorrow. That one's not even that bad. No. I like no, that no, one. No, yeah, it's bad. that Otani watch that uh no Otani watch is low. It's the brigade proxy service one that's loud. And better it? to book it and better to book it's pretty loud too. Oh, See? Okay. 
Uh, oops, I was hit the wrong one. Speaking of that, wow, that, that's the second time that happened where I hit it, it didn't fall. I, I, did, I thought I had a second there. Told you, scared <laughs> the crap out of me. Oh, world BBB bonus time. You scared uh, the shit out of me there. Yeah, yeah. That's the fun one. Okay, the so Pirates and Mets have five. It's now six three over the toe. No one cares but you. <laughs> There's people in the chat that bet it too. We're all okay. over. All We're right. good. No one cares. Um, it's not true. It's the Pirates. You're you're beating yourself up by having to bet that every day. Like I do with the juice though. So we're all in the same, we're on the same boat. It's just uh, <laughs> we're in the same boat. I know I, I get the pain. Right. <laughs> so discrepancy time. So you can bet under six and a half at minus 140, or you can bet over six at minus 120 for South Carolina. FanDuel has it at six and a half, minus 140 to the under. Bet MGM has over six at minus 120 for South Carolina. Huh. So let me tell you the schedule. Okay. South Carolina last year won eight games. Year before this that won seven. This is, is this our first college total discussion? Yeah, uh, second. Penn State was the first. Are this you pulling the, the schedule up right now? I'm not, I, I'm gonna, I'll tell you it. If you want me to run, I can run through it fast. I didn't cut it the same way. This oh, okay. I was going to say, I, I get excited when you put the schedule. Oh, sorry. I would have done that. I'll do that for the future when I do okay. other ones. All right. But go ahead. Uh, they won seven games, eight games. In Shane Beamer's first two games, first two seasons, they beat Clemson and Tennessee last year. Tremendous now, games. Tremendous but, games. But, I mean, we got to be fair here. Tennessee was without Hooker, and Clemson was with DJU. So, <laughs> those guys are gone. They're playing Clemson and Tennessee again. They're not beating those two teams, in my, in my opinion. Those are going to be losses. The North Carolina game opens the year in Charlotte. Neutral site game. Completely winnable game. For South Carolina, they could win that game. They'll, they'll beat Furman. They'll lose to Georgia on the road. Good killed. Okay. They'll play. That's two wins hold so on, far. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tyler, Dave, 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 can you see this? You're damn right, Tyler. I can. You're back. You missed it before. You're back in the chat. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry. Okay. Two after Mississippi State. I think they'll lose to Tennessee. They'll have Florida. I think they'll probably, they could beat Florida. Where's that game? Home. They have a road trip at Missouri. Do it, this which, way. do it this way. Give me the home games. Start at the top. Give me the home games. Hold on. Let me just fast. Because this is good. This is, I mean, if this thing can fall six, you got a free shot here. If you two different numbers, you could go mm -hmm. for the side. Well, or, this, this is what this is what a lot of professionals do. There's no risk except the juice. Right. Yes, but there's juice, obviously, on that. Yeah, but uh, if it falls, if it if we go through the schedule three times and we come up with six, seven, and six with coin flips, if it goes, if you bet under six and a half and you bet over six and it falls six, you push the one side and win the other, and you have no risk. So here is I think guys here, do this a lot. Here is the schedule for um, South Carolina. On top of the great hosting skills, you've done an unbelievable job taking the show to the next level with your ability to do stuff like this on the fly. Okay. So North Carolina, neutral. Ooh. Ooh. Neutral. Okay. Where? Charlotte. Jeez. What's the spread? 50-50. I think Carolina will probably be a three-point favorite, but it's pretty much going to be a pick, I think. Hold on. I'll tell you. It's up right now. 
this game is a coin flip. No. Yes. yes 100%. They could win that game. Nine, uh-huh. two. Let's see. Neutral site. We got da, 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 North Carolina. One or two. Yeah. Quite it's fun. a one. North Carolina is favored one or two. And could go off as a pick them because I think there'll be Carolina. Well, it's going up. There's two and a half oh, out wow. there. So, okay. And a one and off replacement. Could be a fade on South Carolina. It could be a fade on Spencer Rattler, but it, it's a coin flip game. Okay. Furman, Furman's a win. George's, win. A lo- George's a loss. Correct. I think they'll beat Mississippi State at home. Okay. They'll lose Tennessee. On a road. Beat, okay. They'll beat Florida. Wow. Okay. They'll beat Missouri. On the road. Okay, that's they'll lose to AM. They're one and eight since AM joined the SEC. Oh, they're they're losing that game, yeah. Jacksonville State to win. They don't leave the rest of the season, they don't leave home. Four straight home games. Win over Jacksonville State, win over Vanderbilt, win over Kentucky. Clemson at the end. That sure as hell looks like seven to me. Correct, right? Or eight, six, seven, or eight. So you can bet over six at BetMGM at minus 120. And at worst, I think you push, but you have a shot to go and hit and go over. You could take over six and a half plus money too. If you want to do that, you do that as well. Yeah. Because you said the six and a half, the unders favored minus one four. Oh, yeah. So you go over six and a half plus plus I mean, so we talked about the free kid. We talked about the free kid, but it's beyond that. They have a very good wideout that's come back who did not test tested the waters, came back. Spencer Rattler is back. Their defense should be better. It's still work in progress, but it should be better under Shane Beamer. We know it's a beamer, so special teams are a big deal. They're they're always great special teams. So those coin flip games, they tend to do very well in because of special teams. Tyler said, hold on seven, question mark, question mark. They're only going to be favored in four for sure. Keep that okay. in mind. Roger said he's got five. You guys are still here in BVB bonus time. How many wins do you guys think that South Carolina gets? The North Carolina game could be could be the bet. I mean, they beat Carolina. They'll win six. They lose. It could be tough. Right. But at minus 120. Well, I mean, there's four minimum that they're winning. They're, oh, well, they have two cupcakes. They have Furman and Jacksonville State. Those are W's. Those are two W's. They're gonna they win four, they got to win four other games. And Vanderbilt at home should be a win. Yeah. I mean, most of the home games should be wins. I mean, most of the games yeah. at home, I mean, they're all, their hard games are all on the road, really. Florida is a question mark, but Florida might suck this year. We'll see what they look like. Florida could be really bad. People wow, aren't. Six, six, seven, seven. Oh, he's got Mizzou favored in Columbia. That's fine. That's, that's fine. Because that, that's a bad loss. They blew that game last year. That's a revenge game. That's why I like it. South Carolina is going to go for revenge in that one. They should have won the last one last seven, year. Seven, seven, six, six. The number is spot on. Damn right it is, Lou. Um, six-ish. see <laughs> run, Sean. But it's a free run. I mean, if it's six, you have a free roll. If they upset somebody, you know, they pull something out, it's whoa. They win seven and you cash. Is the offensive line as bad as advertised? A couple of people have already... It's not good. No, I mean, but I mean, it it wasn't good last year and it got better as the year progressed. So Spencer Rattler can move. They've got weapons. They can score. Tyler's thinking like me, take under six and a half, lay money. 
He said six is what it's going to fall. Okay. So then you can lay under six and a half at minus right. 140 and take over right. six and a half at plus 120. Over six. Over yeah. six. Sorry, over six at plus at minus 120. Inside that bet. Yeah. So wow. take a run. Take a run and it's a free run. FanDuel's got it at one number at six and a half. Draft. If BetMGM has it at six. That's crazy because, I mean, you look at that. I mean, we could literally go through that as we get closer to the season and know a little bit more about mm-hmm. each team or watch the lines move. I think you come up with six or seven every time. <laughs> I, did, I did a bunch last night. I was like, I was like, this is because I was looking at the kid, the, the, the Bruce Feldman list. I was like, who the hell is this kid? And I was like, all right, let me look at South Carolina's schedule and start doing more stuff. And I'm like, I like Beamer as a coach. I like how they finished the season last year. They got right. a guy who's been in the system for a while. They have a new offensive coordinator coming in who's going to run a more up-tempo offense. They got a free kid in the red zone to catch the ball. <laughs> They're going to score. So, you know, the defense is not great, but the offensive line is could be good enough if Rattler gets rid of the ball fast. So they're not going to beat Georgia. They're not going to beat Clemson. I'm not saying they're upsetting anybody of that type of ilk in college football, but beating Florida and Missouri. Eh. Tyler said Florida or Vandy, Kentucky back to back is going to decide this bet. Okay. They both stink. Yeah. I'm okay with that's, that. But that's what it's going to come down to probably. Right. Yeah. Vander, Vandy's a, a layup. Kentucky will be a little bit more of a, have more resistance to it, but right. I'll take the Gamecocks at home. I'll take cocky screaming at people. Let's go. We'll take what? Cocky. Mascot. That's the mascot's name? It's cocky. Yeah. With a Y or an IE? A Y. Cocky. You don't know this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. South Carolina's mascot. It's cocky. They have a live rooster. They have have a fucking live rooster running around. (laughs) It's awesome. I parked next to it. That's how I knew. I parked the RV next to the live rooster. It was awesome. I tailgated with the, I tailgated in South Carolina, in Columbia with cocky. I have pictures somewhere with me holding the fucking, holding the fucking rooster. It's awesome. Oh yeah. One of the first hats I got myself. Everybody's has fucking cocks on it. Everyone. Yeah. And I went to what this is like in 1986 down in yeah. Ocean City, Maryland. The white one with the black letters and the, the lines. Cox, baby, yes. you had it right across Cox. the top. Yes. Everybody had that hat. Yes. You had to. And then teachers would get mad at you and you'd be like, what? Like it's their name. What do you want me to do? It's South Carolina to play football. What do you want? Cocky is the, is the mascot's name. Oh yeah, I, that's tremendous. <laughs> I'm rooting. For, I mean, if you did, you did you you got over. We need over. We're gonna yes. root this home over six. Yes. Oh, that'll be a fun. We'll keep an eye on that all season. I mean, a fun watch one of the one of the few times I thought my life was in jeopardy covering sports was when South Carolina beat Alabama and Bama was number one in the country. I was on the field, and all the kids in South Carolina in South Carolina in Columbia was it crazy? It was nuts. They had to have police escorts getting Franchoni off. I was I was with. Were you the on the field? I was on the field. Were yeah. you scared? Yes, because they went at they went at Franchoni. They went after him. The, the South Carolina fans jumped down and went at him. And the cops, there was four cops around Dennis Francione getting him off the field. And they were literally arm barring kids, cracking them as they were running at the coach and decking them. Bama, the, the Alabama state police to guard the coach. Yeah, yeah. They weren't fucking around. <laughs> they were throwing haymakers at the kids, decking these college kids to get 
because they ran at him. They were going at Frangioni. Yeah, they were probably gone. Oh, they're drunk off their ass. And the coaches, and they're legally, they're allowed to do that. Their job is to protect the coach. So if someone runs at the coach, free shot. Like, these are not small men. These are big Alabama State Troopers. It's a very prestigious thing to be on the detail to protect the coach of Alabama. That is they do not fuck around. <laughs> they are they are very much aggressive Holy guys. Shit. So I was behind them trying to get the hell off the field as they grabbed the goalposts and pulled the goalposts down and everything else. Were you was, holding was, a camera or carrying a microphone or anything? Or were you just no, watching the game? 2002. We had none of that stuff. We had no, we, we had no digital cameras. We had nothing. Like, no, this is 20 years ago. This is back when you just had, you know, still photography and TV cameras. Damn. Internet wasn't even really a thing. Twitter wasn't a thing. Facebook wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't even. Uh, yeah, it was right. none of that. It was. It would have been fun to have video of that, though. <laughs> it would have been cool. Hell yeah. It would have gone viral. Yeah. If you're running, trying right. to get to safety. Uh, hell yeah. That was one of the stories when the SEC banned charging the field. They made that yeah. a $200,000 fine for pulling the goalposts down. Right, right. One of the One of the games they would always talk about is that game. Of like it was dangerous when the kids were jumping down from up top, dropping it. Some of them were like hurting their ankles. They were dropping like seven, eight feet down on the field, and then they, they were like zombies. They were dropping down, getting up, and then running at the coach. It's like what the hell are we? It was like get me off of this field now. It was Watching nuts. A game from the sideline in major college football, or I'm so I got so spoiled. I did it every Saturday. Basically, I watched Alabama football for five years from the sidelines. It was. When Insane. they just run a sweep to your side of the field, like I would run. Like, oh, you have to. I was oh, yeah. like, oh my God. Because if, if somebody's coming to make a tackle, they just keep their momentum running. Oh, you're, you're, you're deep taking shit. out. Like, 100%. I've watched I, I, so I watched girls. I watched girls with the, their, their backs to the, to the field yeah. get taken yeah. out bad, <laughs> like lit up. I mean, like the worst type of like bad stretchers, taking girls off stretchers. Right. Yeah, real bad stuff yeah. I watched. Yeah. So I can't imagine, like, because I did that. I mean, even for high school, I was at a lot of high school games right. covering the games with a camera and a, and a you know camera person and me holding them either the boom mic or or just writing a log sheet, and they would run over and I would run like I'm like I ain't taking a shot for none of this. Mm-mm. You see these kids coming down from the thing. I would have, I would have shit my pants. I wasn't that much them. older. I mean, I was 22, so I was pretty much oh, like the same age. Yeah, as you got to get out. You're lucky you didn't get a little right. So I was show. like, uh, get me the hell out of oh, here. But oh I, I'll always remember that. That was my most memorable trip to South Carolina. Was when South Carolina beat Alabama. There were holy one cow. Country. We got a guy named Sam Lakata in the chat. He said he stormed the field for OU versus Missouri in 2011. Nice. And Texas A&M versus Missouri in 2013. You yep. ever? I would never storm the field. Oh, in basketball, UMass, we did. We stormed the court all the time at UMass. That's different. Football, we just, we, we did not play football. So like, there's nothing to storm for. (laughs) (laughs) We won, we won the one double A national championship my junior year. We did that. And when the team came back, there were 35 people to grade. I was one of the 35 kids there when they came back from Chattanooga. Seriously? Mostly because my kids were on the bus that I was the sports director and my kids had just called the game. So I was there to greet the guys coming off the bus. Look at you. Nobody was there, but they called the, they they called the championship game. So I was giving them, I called the semifinal. I sent them because I wanted to call basketball. I sent them to go call the championship game. Big business just came in a chat late. But he Mark said, Whipple. Uh, good Remember afternoon. that name? Remember huh? that name? Mark, Mark Whipple? Remember the name Mark Whipple? Yeah. He was your OC for a while in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He was the coach of UMass at the time who won the championship in 98. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. So big business came in the chat, dropped the Andrew Jackson. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Afternoon boys. Great show as always. Seager for MVP. He loves American that. League MVP. Could it be open? No. Could it be? Could, it's not open for discussion. Oh, no. Tawny shuts down. It should be, but the stupid analytical guys won't let it happen. He shuts it down. No. Seager can't win it. No. All it, will, all, all it will do is shrink the margin. It won't change the outcome. Wow. Uh, Rangers team total over four and a half today. Minus one thirty. This is. Did we fade it? I can't remember what we did yesterday, even with that big Bet juice. It over. The only thing I hit was the Rangers over. Right. It was good. Over eight and a half. Over again. I'm not I'm not saying book that. No. Braves team total over five and a half. Wow. You really, you went to the Mensa class last night. You got all the smart <laughs> stuff. You don't have to, you don't have to think. Like, uh-uh. somebody <laughs> asked, me, asked me this morning, a different call. I'm like, what do you like today? Dodgers. Really? <laughs> yeah. What's the price? I don't care. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> They won nine in a row. Just bet the yeah. Dodgers every day. Right. Bet the Braves team total. Now this five and a half. Have we reached a point where you at least no. thought about it? Or because no? they got burned last night. They scored five. Went five nothing. And I got burned on the same bet. Going right back to it again. Betting it again. Didn't get to. They'll get over this time around. Hey, what are you going to do? You got to fall off a horse. You get back up on it, right? Do it again. Yes, Braves yeah. again. Better. They're going to score six runs today. Okay. So, and then finally, this is the this is the danger zone. Guardians Reds under with Syndergaard and Abbott. Why would you bet under in this game? Do you know the numbers are insane when For the Abbott? Reds are when the Reds are favored at home? Uh huh. They are sixteen and six to the under. Abbott is an under machine at home, posing batting average of sub two hundred. I just, Syndergaard just can't blow up. Just got to be, give up five. I don't care, but don't give up nine. Like, just don't give up. Don't do it all on your own to kill this bet. You're supposed to bet this under. You really mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And everybody is. It's now under uh, minus 125. Whoa! A complete that? I'm on the pro side. Look at that. That's yeah, surprising. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. So the Reds are an under team. The Reds are under. The Reds at are home. an under team. They're under in the Abbott year. Pitches. Abbott pitches are on the road under, right. and they're a massive under when they're favored. Makes no sense. I much prefer the Cleveland team total under in this game because I'm worried about Syndergaard and them hitting him. Fair. We see Ellie hit a home run today. Alonzo awesome. just hit a home run today, by the way, just now. Bomb. Um, I'll book this one. Not crazy about it, but this will be a 5-4 final. Or no, this will be a 6-5 final. Something will just go over. I mean, this ain't going to be no 3-2 game. I don't think so. You're going to have to sweat the hell out of this. Give me 5-3. 6-3 final. I'm good. Give me a 6-3 final. 6-3. You're going to be in that neighborhood. It's all right. We'll go with that. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, I felt bad for those guys at William Hill today. I was like, oh, yeah. guys, good luck. Um, right. I got to figure out how to get my account back open. Um, our meeting today, I'm excited Ooh. about. You know, we'll talk about that. You guys are still here with us. We're doing the live shows. If you're anywhere 
in town, come over, say hi. Next Seven Thursday days. and Friday, yeah. not this Thursday and Friday, but a week from tomorrow and Friday, live shows. Um, my favorite thing about today, in addition to the BVB mini helmet, which I just hold now. I'm sitting here at my computer sometimes, and I just pick it up and look at it. I can't mm. believe it. It's cool. Is that Tyler's back in the chat for me? I can see Tyler in the chat. I'm so excited, Tyler. Thanks for being here. That's my favorite thing so far about today. What about you? This shirt. I love this. I love this shirt that Benny made for us. This is going to cause so many problems. I love it. It's nice and bright and white. It's (laughs) soft too, isn't it? It's going to cause so many problems. I just absolutely love this shirt. So thank you. My favorite thing I want to say is is the t-shirt. And the second favorite thing today is that the walk went well. So much so that she walked to school today, hey! so not just home. She walked to school today. So I might've just freed up no lie an hour of my day. I may have just gotten an hour of my day back, which is absolutely like, I'm not sure what I would pay for that. That's, that's, that's Whoa. a lot of money. To get an hour of my day back. Whew, that is Whoa. significant for me to have that. So I'm very, very excited about that. <laughs> Thank you for being here, everybody. Like, subscribe, leave a review, do all the fun stuff. We have a lot of big announcements coming up soon, so definitely stay tuned. Hit the bell so you know when we go live back tomorrow. Same place, same time for B. B. B.